Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Hey there, Bryce here with a quick message before we hop into today's podcast. We love pulling this podcast together for you, and we love that we can make it available each day for free. What we would love even more, though, is for as many kids as possible to be getting their daily dose of our sugar-coated broccoli. And that's where you can help. If you're listening on Apple and have a moment, we'd love it if you left a review and spread the love. It helps us grow, which is crucial if we're going to continue to do what we do. Thanks for your loyal support. And now it's time for the pod. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Tuesday, March 28. In Squiz Kids Today, a climate deal in Canberra, Australia's amazing new species, an Earth-sized telescope and a challenge to California's candy. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. An important climate deal was done in Canberra yesterday, with the Labor government and the Greens working together to pass a bill that will force 215 of Australia's biggest polluting companies to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. A new climate policy was something that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese had made a big part of the Labor government's election campaign, but it has been bogged down for months by negotiations with the Greens, who, not surprisingly given their name, wanted the policy to be tougher. The PM said yesterday that it was important to act on climate change and not get stuck in conflict while trying to arrive at a perfect outcome. I think he's referring there to a well-known phrase, perfect is the enemy of good, which is describing how people can get so caught up trying to do something perfectly that they don't get anything done at all. Under the New Deal, the country's 215 biggest polluters will have to reduce their carbon footprint by a total of 205 million tonnes by 2030. And altogether, Australia will reduce its emissions by 43% from 2005 levels. That's 15% more than the previous government's target for 2030. Bryce noted in yesterday's podcast that the leaders of the Labor and Liberal parties in New South Wales were refreshingly polite and kind to each other after Saturday's election. And today we have collaboration and compromise on the federal level. Well done, adults. We're proud of you for playing together nicely. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Chile and the USA and Mexico and Antarctica. Okay, I'll stop there. You get the idea. All over the world, 300 scientists are collaborating on one of the most ambitious projects in the history of astronomy. They are building an Earth-sized virtual telescope to capture videos of quasars, which are also known as supermassive black holes. 20 different telescopes placed all around the Earth will each capture radio waves from quasar black holes, and then all the data will be linked together to create a detailed recording of a supermassive black hole. 
Now, hang on. Black holes don't emit light. That's why they have their name. So how can we see them in a video? Well, black holes are wicked heavy. The one in our galaxy is as heavy as 4.3 million of our suns. That mass creates gravity and the gravitational field sucks dust and gas and other particles towards it. Those particles collide so ferociously that they produce light energy that is 27 trillion times brighter than our sun. And if I haven't blown your mind already with those big numbers, get this. Even though quasars are really, really bright, they're also really, really far away. The signal from a mobile phone is a billion, billion times stronger than what we can pick up from the black holes here on Earth. Which is why all those scientists need to work together to create a humongous telescope to see them. Animal Kingdom. Taxonomists have discovered more than 600 new species of Australian plants and animals in the last year, including what I humbly submit is the world's cutest crab. Its scientific name is Lamachdromia beagle, but this West Australian crustacean is affectionately known as the hairdresser crab because it uses its tiny claws to give itself a haircut. Now, you might be wondering, uh, Amanda, since when are crabs hairy? Well, strictly speaking, the crab is not trimming itself, but the fluffy sponges that it has attached to its own shell to provide some pretty perfect camouflage. But because the sponges are alive, they grow, and this crab does not like to look scruffy. I'll put a link in your episode notes to pictures of it, as well as some of the other amazing new species. And in case you're wondering, taxonomists have nothing to do with taxis. They work in a field of science called taxonomy, which does nothing less than discover, name, describe and classify life on Earth. Australia has less than 1% of the world's human population, but an estimated 8% of the world's plants and animals. And it's estimated that 75% of Australia's biodiversity remains to be discovered and described. Those taxonomists are going to be busy. Apparently, they have 300,000 species left to find. Food, glorious food. Hey parents, teachers, other adults, what do you think of when I say red food colouring? I'm going to guess that a lot of you said or thought something along the lines of it makes kids go crazy. Although actually you'd be thinking back to your own childhood when a specific chemical called erythrocyne, aka red dye number three, was still available. It's been banned in Australian and European food manufacturing for over 20 years, partly because it really was linked to behavioural problems in kids. However, in America, more than 3,000 foods still contain it, including sprinkles, ice pops, cookies, ring pops and lots of candy brands. California's government is now considering whether to ban red dye number three and some other chemical additives, which, if successful, might make for calmer birthday parties. Time for the Quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Supermassive black holes are also known as what? That's right. 
quasars, a great Q Scrabble word. Question number two. Lamachdromia beagle is also known as the what crab? You got it, the hairdresser crab. And question number three. According to a well-known phrase, what is the enemy of good? Perfect, you got it. It's perfect. Shout outs. It's March 28, the birthday of the superstar singer, songwriter and actress Lady Gaga. Although, of course, 36 years ago, her parents named their newborn Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta. Lady Gaga came along later. It's also a special day for these Squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Connor from Yass, Wesley from Perth, Shay and Indy from Junie, Abby from Wingara, Clayton from Yarrawonga, Josephine from Exeter, Frederick from Maruka, Noah from Waii, Lily from Cherrybrook and Rhea from New South Wales. Belated shout-outs go to Serene from Mount Druitt and Henry from Sutherland. Today, classroom shout-outs go to very special friends of the podcast, the Year 6 classes with Mrs Agia and Ms Phelan at Cannon Hill State School, Class 6R3 and Miss Prasad at Spring Mountain State School, Class 6 Green and Mr Baker at St Augustine's Primary School in Coffs Harbour, Class 5-6F with Mrs Foster at Pagewood Public School, and finally to Mr Heath's class at Westport Primary School in Semaphore Park. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.